Uh, hey, y'all. Welcome to Views from the Bridge, your weekly uh, podcast covering the Philadelphia Union, where four people get together and talk about, well, I already ruined it, the Philadelphia Union. Who would have thought? Uh, it's brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You find those guys, bgn.fm, on the interwebs, at the bgn.fm on Twitter, as well as Roughneck Scarves, uh, roughneckscarves.com, as well as at roughneckscarves on Twitter if you need to be over there. And that's rough with two Fs, not O-U-G-H. Um, I'm your host, as usual, uh, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster and your favorite cheesemonger's favorite cheesemonger, Evan Law. Joined by uh, the other three lovely people. He's really sick. He's probably doing some lean right now. It's Paul Katrina. <laughs> probably. Definitely. Definitely doing some lean right now. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, Zlatan's play made me sick on Saturday, and I've oh, yet to recover from it. Mm, mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Did it also make you drowsy? Is that. No, that would be okay. the NyQuil. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, also joining us, if there's one thing that he knows about, it's, uh, <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going with this. So it's your cover <laughs> image for this week's episode. It's Chuck Booth. Hi, Chuck. Hey. Um, I'm sure you're really happy about us sharing that super flattering image with the world, essentially. It hasn't been shared with the world yet, and I'm hoping it never yeah. ends up making it out there, unfortunately. Mm. Too many See, and now mm. we've talked about it too much. Too many yeah, people have it at this point. Um, Chuck mm-hmm. basically had I, one of those AT&T commercial moments where the family just freezes in the store and it's like, no more And then you switch face. over to Sprint or whatever? Uh, oh, that commercial. <laughs> oh, God, it's terrible. That's Actually, no, yeah. that's, that's Boost Mobile. It's um, their resting glitch face. Speaking uh, of asking people right. where you at in a very complete and accurate English grammar usage uh it's our pittsburgh correspondent and uh the guy with the best beard in in union soccer beat history at this point justin ashcraft history wow i feel flattered <laughs> I mean, by that I, I listen I when's the last time you saw well, you know, a union beat writer with a really good beard okay all right cool that's yeah, true no one's left here you're like by, we're like by default the only union beat writers anymore so Thank, we, we win thanks for the compliment <laughs> You know, I'm. Just, we did it. We held out for a month and a half, and then the athletic was like, "Nope, sorry." I'm just imagining um, Jonathan Tannenwald listening to this podcast right now, mm. going, "I'll show them." Yep, and I'm sure Matt DeGeorge will send us a very mean-spirited tweet when he's covering varsity swimming somewhere. <laughs> anyway. The Union played the I, Los Angeles Galaxy and lost to Zlatan Ibrahimovic 2-0. Um, yeah, guys, your thoughts on a game that happened? A game happened. Zl- yeah. Zlatan cheated. He cheated and he made me sick. Yeah. You can't I, use your hands to make yourself taller when you're already six foot five. you Swedish bastard. How dare oh, hey you? Man. Hey, man. We still have to play him again this year at home, so let's not... Ugh, I don't let's, care. Let's I, I No, honestly, up. though, I grew up loving Zlatan. I really did. Appreciate his style of play. You cheated on your first goal. I just hate... You cheater. I just hate that the Galaxy have magically figured out how to play defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they signed a new defender. They didn't even use him in the game, and yet their defense just 
stood the test of time. His against presence the union. being there made the defense better. Exactly. That's what I mean, it's bizarre. No one wanted to lose their job. Very true. Mm, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, Justin. I guess your thoughts on the first uh, LA goal. Uh, I mean, I, if it's me, I think that's a foul almost every time. Uh, mm. If that's a defender doing that to a striker, that's probably a foul. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that if that's a corner kick, that's probably a foul. You know, I don't like. <laughs> I just feel like there's so many situations where that's a foul, and they just didn't call it this one. And and uh, honestly, I watched uh, Andrew Weeby broke down kind of the controversial calls of the week on instant replay on MLS Soccer's YouTube page, and he mentioned like Kai Wagner didn't really go for the ball, and like that might have been where the foul was. Um. But what but what I, is what is five nine Kai Wagner gonna jump through six I, five I, Zlatan to get? I to guess that the ball? I guess the thought process for him was that he, Kai stuck his leg out and got Zlatan kind of high. But I I don't know. And oh wait, we're, ta- we're talking about it, the second goal now. Um, yeah 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 sorry yeah okay. the penalty yeah, leading to the yeah. second goal because I've, I've no there, there, there's nothing to break down about the first goal because no. Zlatan cheated. I don't think that the first goal That's was okay. a foul. Because when he actually pushes off, he's coming down. Like, he's not pushing mm. off to get himself in the air. He's, he's already pushing off to over himself. trusty yeah. at that point and is coming down. And has already headed the ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, it was weird because this is a very strange week for, for VAR and MLS in general. I think Dallas and Portland had like two or three instances of VAR that got looked yeah. at and didn't get overturned the what was it the uh the handball super late in the game that probably should have been a pen that wasn't and then that uh, was in stoppage time too yeah it was well they, and then portland had another shout for a penalty late on where uh paxton and to be fair that one looked like a lot less of a penalty um where paxton might have clipped uh whoever the timbers attacker was that was trying to you know run onto the ball in the box down the side and it, it was a lot but, um, yeah, just a weird week for, for VAR in general um, with referees, you know, being told, hey, maybe you should look at this and then kind of going with their original decision. So, um, yeah, it is it is what it is. I mean, I, you know, I'm not upset, really, that the union lost to L.A. in Carson uh, at the StubHub Center. Zlatan, obviously, I don't need to talk about how great of a talent he is. I think everyone gets that. Um, I am a little upset at, uh, at Mr. Trusty. Um for his actions late in the game, but at the same time, if that means that, you know, Mark McKenzie gets a run out or whatever, then then I'm not super upset about that either. Can I make a comment about what you just said, though? You just said it was in the StubHub Center, and I want to know, like, what is the deal with people adding 14 names to every single stupid park in this stupid country? <laughs> I feel like money, they said the name money. of that stadium, like, 18 times, and it was, like, something hey, hospital something park, and I was like... Okay, Sporting KC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The StubHub Seat Geek FanDuel, uh, yeah, Zappos Center or whatever. <laughs> Brought to you expressly by the Vlasic Pickle Store. Expressly I by mean, the Vlasic Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> there, there might only be one name to the Union Stadium, but walk around the outside and there's now like five different names advertised. Yeah, oh, true. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, the yeah the mm-hmm. i mean yeah the trusty that was stupid i don't know i don't know what he was doing 
doing there. Like you're already losing two nothing. If the guy beats you to the inside, just let him go. You know, yep. you gotta hope yeah. Jack is there. You can't stick your leg out and hope that the ref's not gonna call that because ref's gonna call that every time. Yeah, I mean, like we can, we can gripe about the officials as much as you know. As much as we want, but <laughs> that's kind of bush league from trusty just sticking your leg out yeah. there. It's kind of like one of those things you do late in a game that you're playing in high school and you hope like that mm. one official <laughs> has just been distracted the entire time. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Justin. Yeah. You, you don't miss that in MLS. And he you know. he acted shocked by it too, and I was like, dude, you just missed the ball. Yeah, yeah. A, dude. <laughs> no, that was like straight up like oh. Look what just happened there. What, me? Yeah. 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 I, d- I did that? I'd never. I feel like trust is good for, like, one of those a season, too, though. Where it's like, dude, just don't go for that challenge. Like, there's well, not really a point. It's usually one of those and an unexplainable goal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the U-20 uh, game against New Zealand where he just hit a banger out of nowhere. Still one of my favorite moments. I'm waiting for him to uncork that, like, during a, a competition or, like, a game that people actually watch. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, to slag off on the U20s, I mean, but, like... It's only a matter of time, considering how forward he's been getting. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he might as well be the yeah. second striker in some of these games. He might as well be. <laughs> Stay tuned about the strikers. Um, He could probably uh, shoot more on target than Fafa can at this point. Also, can I, as an aside... Can Fafa just stop tweeting about your man that kicked him in the ribs on FC Dallas? Like, MLS is not going to do anything hey, about it now. Hey, I'm all for a crusade against Pro right now. And he had a gripe. He's what, and now there are more MLS players joining him in tweeting about Pro. I forget yeah, who it was. Yeah, because they I saw another um, photo tweet today. Basically, like, why that? Well, I mean, listen, Kaku apologized, so it's fine. And no one... No one wants to hear his apologies <laughs> yeah <laughs> also uh Not man Lu- luis robles is just oh a terrible God. That, that quote um awful it undid all of the good that yeah. the red bulls players going <laughs> over to the fan who was yeah. hit yeah did like why oh man can you tell that we don't want to talk about the Union game that happened this this last weekend? We're literally bringing up anything else. So I will uh, I will I will propose that we move forward to talk about a game coming up on uh, April the twentieth. I mean, should we give our award though before we move on from this? Should game? we? Just yeah, like, yeah, we might as well. Let's just put this. Yeah, let's put this behind us yeah. and let's just unanimously award our Golden yeah. Kinsey so to Anderson Kinsey so Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Oh, he uh, cheated. No. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no. Okay. No, it's 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 Austin Trusty. So I'd like to It's Austin Trusty for me. I'd like to also say that Pro every week gets a sub Golden Conceso. Yes. Yeah. They get they get the they get the platinum uncle. <laughs> That's right. But it's That's right. but it's That's literally sure. like it's not Ted Uncle, it's just a platinum statue of somebody's uncle. They get the Vibranium Vittoria. Oh my god. Oh. oh. Wow. Doesn't th- that hurts your brain, right? Ouch. That was not great. I loved it. But I that, mean, that's, that's a lot. definitely something that we're going to have to keep for stupid things that happen during games. The silver the silver Silvestri? 
No. Not as good? All right. Uh, send uh, send us like your that. best union award names. Yeah, send us send your best former union us. last name player, and then uh, mash that up with a, uh, a precious metal, please. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't even realize that Brian Silvestri was still playing soccer. Yeah, he was, like, on the Galaxy. Yeah. Interesting. Is he still there? I don't know where nope. he is now. Okay, great. No. He is in no. somewhere in USL, Madison, right? I believe. Oh. For Madison, yeah. Well, he, he actually hasn't been bad in or North Texas, one of the two. I was I watching their game, and he was on the he was the backup of one of the two mm. for that um, game. Yeah, he, he, was injured. he was the starter for Forward Madison, then got hurt, and then Minnesota United loaned down a keeper to take his spot. That's right. So. Which they did not have. They, and that's all you ever needed to know about Brian Silvestri. Not that we're skipping. We keep skipping topics. But Ford Madison actually started a goalkeeper coach at one of their local colleges because uh, Silvestri was still injured. And uh, they delightfully gave all of the uh, Minnesota United players back to Minnesota so they could oh. all be in Minnesota for the stadium opening. <laughs> oh, no. That's actually really cool. That's, they such, started, a, that's such a two-team move, though. It really is. So they started there. They started some local goalkeeper coach. <laughs> I mean, that's phenomenal. That's beautiful <laughs> for that coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We should. Anyway, uh, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go back to the uh, Twitters, um, our poll this week about yeah. the Golden Conceição was actually won by Corey Burke with forty-five percent of the vote. I hate. He was playing. That's why yeah. I think he got. That could warrant him getting the award. I feel like <laughs> invisible isn't the same as bad, though. Yeah, and, no. Know, when you like, when you think of this award, it's bad. It, invisible when you're a striker is bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, but we should never we should never be talking about the defender ever. I mean, I'm not. The less we I'm speak of defenders, that, I'm not saying that he should get it over Trusty, but he is definitely a valid. Nominee. I mean, so, Trusty got forty percent, where Burke got forty-five. So. so here's here's my argument for Truss over over Burke. Uh, my two sons going to battle. Um, Corey is at least still available for selection this weekend. That's a true statement. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Hopefully, like he's one not of your starters. Yes, is, one of your starters is available. The other one is not now. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's maybe that's a cop criteria. out, but uh, you know. It was a it was yeah. a very stupid second yellow card that he had no it business was. taking. So that in itself is enough in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, and you haven't created a roster issue because of your play. So I think not only bad but dumb. So yeah, trusty, trusty. Yeah. So. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Trusty, on your first Golden Conceição. We should uh, make a running list of everyone that's gotten one, so at the end of the year we can give out, like, the, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Copper Casey. But he was good, kind of. <laughs> so, like, now, can, we, can we just, like, yep. mail different sizes of Anderson heads to the union <laughs> directly for like, each player? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, paper, I'm going to veto that one. Because I'm sure we'll end up getting sub, well, not not even subtweeted. We'll just get like direct tweeted, knowing how saucy some of the guys in the team are. Um, um, 
That's not yeah. bad publicity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends. Depends. <laughs> depends how much we want to be liked or not. I feel like I feel like Bedoya would kick my shins out though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, he doesn't take me as a guy who takes jokes towards him very lightly. No, nor should he really. So yeah. we should keep playing well so that he yeah, doesn't get see? a bigger head. We figured it out, Ollie. We're here for you, buddy. Speaking <laughs> oh, of being love you. here for you, um, the Union return home. Return nailed it. Return home against the Montreal Impact on. Uh, Saturday, the 20th of April. It's a holiday for some people, not, uh, not necessarily <laughs> myself. Um, and guys, this is a this is an awkwardly big matchup in the Eastern Conference uh, at this point, only because if you look at kind of the bottom of the Eastern Conference in, in MLS, it's uh, there's some teams there that I don't think are going to be there come uh, come October. Well, I hope they're still there come October. But I mean, that would be really cool. But it's it's. Uh, <laughs> the only team in that rut that I actually have faith of them getting out is Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, for those uh, who don't have their phones next to them or things, uh, what we're talking about right now, Montreal currently in third on 11 points with uh, eight goals for and 11 goals against, which is actually kind of nice. The Union in fifth right now on 10 points with a 9-4-9 uh, against differential. But if you look down at the bottom of the table, right underneath Philly is Orlando City with eight, and Cincy's also on eight uh, in seventh. And then eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve are Chicago, Red Bull, Atlanta United, New York City, and New England. Um, yeah, I I don't see Red Bull being that far down, um, and I I definitely don't see Atlanta United. Um, being the same team in a couple months if they stay where they're at. So that being said, a uh, a three v five matchup in the East this early, especially when those teams are pretty much you know right on top of each other, is a uh, is a big deal. Yeah, it's definitely something that's going to be uh, going to be playing out till the very end between these two because, like we were discussing a little bit earlier, uh, Montreal they're definitely not pushovers when it as much of a pushover as right previous years have so dictated which is funny because we're um, saying this about a team that got seven dropped against them in one game but yeah and like you were you were showing their defense is pretty pretty good mm. when they're well organized yeah yeah Mo- montreal is currently um Riding a three-game streak of clean sheets since getting seven dropped on them, so um, I forgot that they did that. The Union forwards are going to have to come to play this weekend. Now the big question is: Do you go at them with speed, or do you go at them with holding the ball up and getting numbers forward? I mean, the with first strikers. question you have to ask is: Who's available for the Union? Well, not Austin Trusty. Uh, yes, that's right. He will be at the award ceremony that we are throwing for him. I mean, yeah. honestly, I'd probably prefer in this game if Marco's not available. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that Definitely I'm there not yet. As the secondary striker. No, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. against an organized defense. I don't need someone who's going to take ill-advised shots. That's true. That's fair. Yes. So who's your Okay, so what's your like forward two and midfield four then? 
Um, well, so I'm hoping that David Akam is fully healthy. Sure. Because it would probably be Akam and Fafa up top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Aronson, Montiero, um, Bedoya, Madunian. Mm. And insert standard back line with Mark McKenzie instead of Trusty. Okay. Yeah, same here. I don't see much much else needing to be changed. Have we seen Corey and Akam together? We, Akam? we did in preseason, did we not? Yeah, and like I second like or third that game. went decently well. I'm just not very concerned with seeing Corey start games. No, me neither. Me neither. I just don't know, like, right now, produ- productivity-wise, between... Between Pico and Burke, like, yeah, I just don't think you're getting that much difference between them. I mean, Burke is def- like, well, Pico is definitely like breaking down lines and like able to get behind defenses, but like he's not converting on those chances. So Burke's ineffectiveness also doesn't really. I don't know that you're um, getting a big difference between I, those two at the moment. I think the biggest thing is Pico's a better threat passing the ball than Burke. Mm-hmm. Um. And Burke's mm. ability in the air has not shown itself this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, at the end of the Dallas game, it did, but I wonder if that was partly because they were up by, by a goal at that point. Um, yeah, I. Uh, so, like, Samuel Piet, like I was saying in the, in the group DMs, like, he's a pretty solid six. And, and while I do think that. Uh, Montreal's still too reliant on Piatti. I think Montiero does well to handle both those guys, to be honest, and gets in those passing lanes and, and some of those channels. Um, and I, I think I think you're going to want to try to hit Montreal on the counter and open them up and and not let them settle back in and, and pass the ball around and, you know, hit long balls and things like that. I don't know, especially because McKenzie's not going to be super fresh because he hasn't seen the field much this year, if at all. So are um, you saying a formation change? <laughs> um, not necessarily. Um, only because I don't think... Like, I think you have to put Madunian in at the bottom of the diamond. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I would say Montiero's there. And then, I guess in a fantasy world, I'd love to see what Jones and Montiero can do. Almost as a flat, too. Just to, yeah, just to I mean, really I get think... two ball destroyers on the field, but I know that's not going to be a thing that you, like, yeah. want to do and, like, maybe lose some of that passing depth and ability that you have with Madunian and with, with Jones in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Philly is a team that can definitely, you know, press you hard, press you high, and not really allow you to build up as effectively as you'd want to, Mm -hmm. Um, regardless of what the formation is, because even if it's two up top or one, you mostly see a lot of, you know, the front four or five guys always up the field really pressing in the other team's Mm-hmm. half so mm-hmm. it's definitely it, it i think it gives philly an advantage in this game but this is not going to be an easy contest by any stretch of the imagination no 
which is fun. Which is fun. This is exciting. It get, there's reason yeah. to be at these games and be excited about this team. Right. You know, they're dude, they're putting in a brewery at the stadium. Yeah. Your prayers have been answered when you run out of beer. And there's a fun like, kit this weekend. <laughs> there is a fun, fun kit. Chuck's wearing it. How silky smooth is it? Does it feel like the other Adidas kits, Chuck? Or is it different because it's recycled? It, it, mm. it feels exactly like the others, the other Adidas kits. I'd love cool. to actually like call MLS out on this to see the materials that went into these kits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's like uh, it's like when Lululemon got sued for using seaweed or whatever. <laughs> That's a re- no one's gonna get that. No one's. Oh gonna get man. That. Um, yeah, you'd be like, oh, well, it's 2% recycled, so it counts. We can say that it's recycled. It's technically recycled. Right, yeah. No, I mean, but it's, I mean, I, I I think I saw a tweet. I don't know if it was Pablo Mara or somebody else, but uh, one of the, like, bigger names in, in aesthetics and MLS was like, it would have been really cool if all the away kids this year weren't, like, as clean as these. Well, the great like, thing is that the, the Union don't have um, one of those completely barren away kits. That's yeah, right. close to it. It's it's still not completely white, so you have to give them Yeah, it's not totally it. basic. I guess. Yeah, especially when the, when the Parley kits are, <laughs> you know, as clean as they intended them to and be. I mean, also, it's basically sure, sure. another version of an away kit for half the teams in MLS. I own more blue kits than anything, so buying... Um, well, then that's right in your wheelhouse. Exactly. Yeah, man. Blue's the best. Uh, Mr. Ashcraft, your your thoughts on what you're expecting when you're expecting Montreal to play in Talon? I don't... I mean, I don't really know. I think, like, I don't... It's weird, because I, I feel like I don't watch that much other soccer than the Union, so, like, I know that... I don't know that... You know, I don't really know what Montreal's, like, put up this, this time. I do think the... I do think the Union have some interesting things to work around. Um besides trusty like uh mm. you know you're talking about fabian and, and whether he's injured or not i think i mean pretty similar to talk i think aronson i think montiero has has proven himself as a quality midfielder um i don't know that he's as maybe impactful um as i would like him to be yet but i think um he's proven himself to be a quality midfielder so i would like to see him get more time um mm. And at this point, I'm not I'm not ready to take Madunian and off the field. I think Madunian still needs to be there. Um, I think as much as I've been ragging on Bedoya for the last couple of weeks, like he still needs to be there. Um, I think where you get your freedom is the other two. So between once you put Bedoya and Madunian in your lineup, then you can play around there. Mm-hmm. And I think I would like to see Montiero and Aronson get a run out together. Um, as far as the striker yeah. formation in the striker pairing, I think a calm has to be there. And then you're talking Burke and Pico. And like I referred to earlier, I'm not sure between the two of them and their, both of their ineffectiveness. I'm not sure. <coughs> I'm not sure which is worse at this point, man. You know what? If, um, I mean, Casper scored twice. Um, like we can't bring. Yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah. Yeah. 
Both of our lone steel strikers look like they're killing it right now, and to see both of them in the first team would be superb. Yeah, I mean, got to trade for an international But club. they're held back for different reasons. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, those are guys kind of earmarked for the future anyway, so... Yeah, Great I don't know what I don't know what the heck Casper's earmarked for at this point. Who knows? Maybe have, sometime next have, year we'll be given up. You would have thought that he was we'll, being earmarked for this year. Almost, yep. And with be giving out the platinum Prisbilko at some can, point. Can, I mean, can we switch him out for Corey Burke? Yes. Um, with a, not in Montero. Would the, would the league allow us to do that? Well, aren't we waiting for? I mean, is there green cards coming down the pipeline too, which would free up international slots? Then maybe you can you can swing them back midway point of the season, maybe. I mean, there's been green cards coming all season. I don't yeah, well, know yeah, what the actual timeline is on that? Because I mean, that would be an interesting like if like if if you got your green cards right around the the window, and then you are able to move Casper back up basically a mid-season signing but you don't have any of the you know quote-unquote jet lag of having a guy that hasn't played or hasn't played in the american system or whatever and i don't know galaxy brain moment there i suppose listening listening to curtain talk about casper like i like to think that he's in the plan somehow Mm -hmm. it's just the union were presented an an opportunity to sign players and you can't not sign players yeah 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 it was like you had to pull the trigger on it, and we'll figure out the specifics of it down the road I mean, when we, we have time to actually assess the situation. You're right, and we believe in Tanner, so I mean, I think he figures something. You know, if yeah, if, he, yeah. if he needs if he needs Casper at some point, or Jim feels like he needs Casper at some point, I get him. totally believe that Tanner's going to do something to mm. get him there. Yeah. You know, yeah, he'll find a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's Polish, so you know discounts uh, they'll make everyone pierogies <laughs> in the mls front office and then it'll be great um trade all trade all the drafts trade them all yeah uh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure the mls front office does not like tanner one bit why don't oh, they like dj tanner from bad. full house that's unnecessary <laughs> hey guys we have twitter questions we have quite a few Twitter questions. We do. We should get to those. That's right. The one was about uh, the lineup. Yeah. And that one we sort of just answered. I like that we get lineup questions every so, week because we naturally talk about them. So I, it's it's good. It's good. Who, sub- who submitted that question? Find out. That's, this week. I'm so prepared that I need to look it up. Yeah, y'all, I don't have this in front of me. <laughs> Full disclosure. Um, the lineup... Qu- question was from Gonzalez. That's right, Mr. G. Chuck, since you're looking at him, what else? What else we got, friend? Well, um, let we'll go to the fun joke question. That's not yeah. really a question. Okay. Um, from USL memes. Oh my boy! Can, yep. you, can you move the steel back to Bethel? Uh, I sure, um, I sure can. We friend. wish. I sure can. We are starting a GoFundMe uh, to rent everyone, a truck. Uh, we'll pick up the team. We'll pick up all the equipment, and we'll just USL memes. Everyone's uh, everyone's stop favorite. By, stop, I, Louisville City um, supporter. Being a um, Baltimore resident, 
um, trucks make me think of when the Colts left. Mm. So uh, I <laughs> can't can't 100% get behind that one. Uh, yes. Uh, that that must have been terrible. Uh, nah, we, we can't even get on that. <laughs> um, we've actually answered um, two of the four oh, questions. All right, good. Because um, Justin Friedberg had one about what are your thoughts on both LA goals, and um, a little sketchy. We start we started the episode by beating that one. Yep. Death. Yeah, we pushed off on the episode on on that one. Um, the next one is from. <laughs> yeah. Duper Scooper. Yeah. I love that name. Really good name. Duper Scooper. <laughs> <laughs> um. Will the new brewery change the game day experience at Talon? It might do. Because you know it's going to be there long before kickoff. Yeah. Okay, it's going to depend on two things. These are these are potentially both hot takes. One, is their beer any good? Okay. Yes. Uh, that's your opinion. Yes. I've seen what you... I've never had their beer. No, well, no, no, no I'm agreeing oh, with oh, you. Okay, that, I was going to say, I've okay. seen what you drink, it's, and I don't know no, if I, I can... No, I have not tried their beer can, at all. Enthusiastically answering the question. Yeah, it really did. Uh... <laughs> Uh, sorry guys, it's I'm right. waking up a little Just bit. Keep down that NyQuil, baby. Um, <laughs> so that I won't have to hear you talk because you're asleep. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, one, is there beer any good? Two, uh, is it $20 for like a 16-ounce pour? Because if it's stadium-priced beer, I'm going to have uh, a problem. I mean, I don't, I don't think it can be stadium-priced yeah, beer. I don't think it can be either. And they um, try to call themselves a brewery. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's the whole goal of putting a brewery anywhere, and, let and alone near three, a sports stadium. Uh, it would also, be really cool if they, like, you know, did some, uh, I don't know, like, put a, put a garden somewhere or something. Have a really nice outdoor area. So. It would be cool. That would be a, nice, yeah. A couple of things that I sure, have. Chuck. One, you get a free drink with your union mm. ticket. Just A lot of people it. are going to need that. Because, and once you get that first beer... You'll probably buy three more. It's a Philadelphia tailgate. Mm. Um, I have very mixed feelings about this brewery. One, due to the fact that the entire point behind the union was supposed to be helping um, local Chester businesses and the greater Chester area. Yeah. And this brewery has nothing to do with Chester. Are they not from, like, Colorado? Yeah, so they that's are. really close to they Chester, are. Pennsylvania. Yeah, you know, if you yep. take that one road, what is that? The uh... the plane. <laughs> I think it's called a plane. <laughs> the thousand mile long road. Um, there, there's also another thing where um, the owner of this brewery seems to have a bit of an unrealistic view of how many people come to Union oh, Games. Because he's quoted... Um, uh-huh. Saying, the stadium sells out every game. No one tell them. 19,000 people. Nobody tell them. Plus, there are a lot of industrial jobs along the riverfront. Uh, we'll see a lot of customers. Uh, nobody tell them. Which, Evan, don't tell them what. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Don't, don't tell them any of it. Okay, so you're planning... You're planning on Paul. the... <laughs> Paul, Paul, if we tell him, he's okay. going to leave. Don't tell him. He can't leave. He already brought <laughs> no, everything. No, he can back out. Don't worry. Uh, 
Yeah. I'll yep. save it. I'll save yep. it until it's go. officially open. And mm-hmm. all right. This that said, I would like to point out the positive aspects of having Alcohol? a brewery here. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Super. Super easy access to it. This also opens the door for some other establishments to start opening up along that train line area, which makes, you know, that kind of complex grow a little bit, while also not completely segregating it from the entire city. You know, it's not, it's not completely cut off by the train line there. They're expanding outward a little bit. And if that, you know, if, you know, soccer's not always going to be going on at the stadium there, but, you know, every hipster is going to want to try a new brewery anywhere. So if it even brings a couple thousand people a year into that area and just stimulating the economy, whatever, cool. At least they can now associate it with the city of Chester, and also it's right near this professional soccer stadium, which is really nice. So there's definitely some room for expansion on this, but I hope this guy's ready to get smacked with some Chester mm, reality. I like the way you that a lot. <laughs> Justin, uh, thoughts on beer as a as a drink? Wow, that was way more broad than I was expecting <laughs> that to come to me. <laughs> Tasty. Thoughts, thoughts delicious. Yeah, 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 that was a nice little curveball there. I, I, uh, oh, Justin, how do you feel about the brewery coming in and what impact they could have on the on the you know social aspects and helping the community? No, 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 no. That would have been like a logical, smart question to ask you. Instead, I just want to know how you feel about beer. Um, yeah. Personally, I'm not a huge wow. beer fan. So. It's good that you're in Pittsburgh because they, uh, they're opening up a brewery, my friend. Although they yep. have a couple of yeah. those in, in Pittsburgh, we have a like couple. Justin of those. will, yeah. <laughs> Justin will be mixing his own cocktails <laughs> in the parking lot while we're yeah, all. Yeah, there's at a distillery breweries. opening I up mean, uh, outside the stadium in Chester. Owner, owner, I, Justin could you imagine? Just saying, I mean, to me, every game. To me, the nicest is when breweries will partner with a cider house mm. or a. Or they will just make a sour beer. That's all you got to do. Just make a sour beer. That's all, all you got to do. Right. Doesn't like every brewery have a sour uh, no, no, a lot of them have 25,000 no. IPAs. Uh, see, yes, I, that's I right. live in a state that does good craft brewery. You do. Um, so shout out to Claw. I can find almost anything yeah. down here. And yes, that was a shot. No, I can too in Pittsburgh. It's just... Not every brewery does, but the breweries that yeah. are nice will probably Y'all, Yingling brews beer in Pennsylvania. Beer. Wouldn't drink it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> do we have any more Twitter questions, or, or should we uh, finally crash this derailed train? Um, <laughs> this has been a bad yeah. derailed train. Honestly, the people come for the derailed train, so mm, mm. they're just getting what they It's expected. true. They're used to derailed trains. They've followed this team for years. It's something to watch. It's mm. something to do. It's better than Maybe. boring. It Next might week, be. NPR episode. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk like I'm on open air. Um, but for the record, we did get through all the Twitter Brilliant. questions. All right. 
Well, hey, guys, we uh, love you guys. Yeah, thank send you for us listening. More. Send us more Twitter questions. Send us more food and drink related questions. I guess um, the broader the better. Sure. The less expecting we are of it, the better. Um, and don't forget to go uh, subscribe to this podcast. Um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you can get your grubby little hands on it. Uh, if you listen to podcasts on a service, we're probably there. If we're not, tell us and we'll, we'll work on it. Um, you can also follow us at VFTBPod, which I said right again. Throwing it out there. <laughs> you just rub it uh, in yeah, every single week. When I do it, it happens a lot. Uh, from there, you can... You can't can, wait until you I know, up. right? It's going to be great. Paul's going to drag me for a year and a half. Mm. Um, mm. Right, so I'm just not going to do it. Um, yeah, and from VFTV Pod, you can uh, you can follow all of us, lovely four gentlemen, or don't. It's up to you, really. Your prerogative. Um, other than that, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Um, go, uh, go give everyone else over at BGN.FM a follow. There's like 9 million soccer podcasts. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to you guys after we hopefully beat Montreal. Yay! Heal Paul Foundation. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Bye.